Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Daily Breeze Prep Football Podcast. Matt Lopez here with Dave Thorpe. Dave, another football season. How excited are you? Oh, my God. This is going to be a doozy. I know you can't wait. You're ready to go, so let's jump right into it. Uh, On this episode, we're just going to be previewing the season, um, looking at some of the favorites in each league, some of the uh, top players to look out for and all that kind of stuff. Um, And let's get right into it, Dave. We had, or we have, a ton of great players in the area, um, some big-time recruits, some great players who maybe aren't being looked at quite yet. We don't do the player of the year until the end of the season, but if you had to pick one right now and you know, tell pe- people out there, this, this guy is the best player in the area, this is the guy who you want to go see, who would that be? Oh, so many come to mind, mm-hmm. Matt. I mean, you just have to pick one? I'm asking for one, Dave. One player. Who's the best player? Who's going to be the player of the year? Look in the crystal ball. Who's uh, the guy? Last year it was Mike. Who's it going to be this year? How about Shane Irwin? Hylas Verde's defensive end slash tight end. Can get it done on both sides of the ball. Bay League MVP last year, um, mainly for what he did on defense, so pretty pretty impressive, and he's coming back and and probably uh, probably even a little better this year. I like that pick. Um, I'm going to go with Jalen Chapman from Narbonne. I think... He's a junior. It's going to be his first year starting, but so much talent around him, and he's a guy who people have been waiting to see in that offense now for a couple of years, and I think he's ready to go. He can he can throw. He can run. He can do it all. Um, I don't think that offense will skip a beat. Um, I think he's going to come in and have a huge year. He he told me he's looking forward to three thousand or thirty five hundred yards, uh, thirty five touchdowns um, at a minimum. That's goal. At a minimum. Considering he'll only be playing the first half of most football games, that might be tough to do. But uh, I think he's going to have a huge year for the Gauchos. Uh, wow, that's a, that's a bold pick considering he hasn't started a high school varsity game yet. Well, just you wait, Dave. Just you wait. <laughs> um, that's coming Friday, and we'll get into that in our next podcast. But for now, um, he plays for the team that I think is the best team in the area this season if you had to go back into the crystal ball Dave and and think when it's all said and done the dust settles at the end of the year who is going to be the best team in the South Bay the champion of the South Bay I say Narbonne defending state champs got a lot back who do you like well I have to say I have to go with uh, Narbonne as well just because um, they do have so much back, so much talent, <clears throat> so many athletes on defense, especially on defense. And, yeah, especially as, as long as uh, Chapman works out at quarterback, and we, we have no reason to believe he won't. Um, I think uh, Narbonne has to be considered the team to beat. But um, Sarah's right there, too, and we'll find out on Friday. We'll get to that later, but we'll find out on Friday uh, who's got the edge. No, we know about Chapman. We know about Narbonne. Who who are some teams that one team or multiple teams who are flying under the radar, who you think might be in store for a more successful season than some of the pundits might think? <laughs> under the radar. Under well, the radar. Yeah. I don't know. Sir. Well, uh, one team that comes to mind is uh, Bishop Montgomery. They have a lot of talent returning. Um, 
and they're in a league that they can win, the South Catholic League, but, you know, they haven't won a playoff game since 1983. That's a while. However, they're in Division 11, so I think that's a division where they can finally break through and win some games. Um, you know, they have a uh, Peninsula transfer quarterback, Daniel Sherp, Schubert, um, and he's got weapons to work with. Like the ice cream, right? That's right, that's right. In that offense, uh, some athletes both sides of the ball. Uh, Bryce Matthews, he's a tear coming off the edge on defense. So, so yeah, I, I'm a, I like uh, Bishop, and uh, I think they can do some damage. That's a good pick. I um, th There's a couple I could see, but I like Carson to have a pretty good season. Um, Jaja Bellinger at quarterbacks only a sophomore, so they may still be a couple years away. But um, they, you know, they have talent. They have Adrian Hooper back at tailback. Um, he he had he got hurt a bit last year. He's back. He's a senior. Great offensive line. Isaiah Nico, um, Zion Scott. They're really good up front. So you know it's a tough league that they're in, and I don't think they're going to contend with the Gauchos. Um, but they have a pretty strong team and. Also in that league, I'm going to go way deep because this just came in my head because I spoke to him today. David Austin is the new coach at Gardena, mm. Dave. And, you know, speaking of sleeper teams, and we're going to be getting getting into our league predictions, you should really listen to me more when I say things because I'm usually right. In the last couple of years, I have a feeling when we get to the Pioneer Wait, League. You, sorry, were you, said, were you saying something? <laughs> I have a feeling when we get to the Pioneer League, you're going to be telling me all about losing her. I was telling you about them two years ago, Dave. I was I was on I was on that train t two years ago, and you were ahead of your time, way ahead of my time. And now I'm on the Gardena train. Yeah. David Austin, the new coach, he's an alum from the '90s. Uh, he he's got this team. I mean, he's got the numbers are up. Um, and and he's he's focusing on the off the field stuff first, G getting the kids in the program, in the weight room, in the classroom, getting them in there. And you know it's it's that school has just been a carousel of coaches coming and going every year. So will he stay? I don't know. But if he does, I it's, think it's been a mess. It's been a bit of a mess. But this is the guy to right the ship. I don't think they may not win a game this year in the Marine League, but. He's got him on the right track. Three years from now on this podcast, I'm going to remind you of this conversation that we had. If he stays there, I think he's the guy to to get them back on track. So Okay, well, I'll be looking for some good non-league wins from Gardena this year. I think they're going to pick a few up. I would not be surprised at all. Um, anyway, let's jump right into it. Our picks, who we think is going to... Hoist the hardware in each league in the South Bay, starting in the Marine League, and I don't think there's much question about this one, at least in my mind. Uh, Narbonne should should win the Marine League pretty easily, in my mind. Yeah, I have to agree there. It's Narbonne's uh, uh, league to lose. San Pedro seems to be the team that gives them the most trouble, although last year that wasn't necessarily the case, at least in their league game. Um, but in previous years it has been, so... So Narbonne, as long as they get past Pedro, yeah, I got it. I think Banning might give them some trouble too, but yeah, it's it's all Narbonne there. Um, going over to the Bay League, where we've had similar dominance atop the uh, 
standings there for quite some time. Is this going to be the year somebody finally knocks off Alfredi? Um, it could be. It could be because uh, Maricosta is a really good team. They're up this year. They have a returning uh, all CIF quarterback in David Arredondo. They have uh, Jonah Tavai, um, uh, just a beast at nose guard, and I'm told he might actually be rushing the ball a little bit as well. Who told you that? Uh, I'm not going to say. Okay. I'm not going to say, but 270-pound um, dude running the ball, that could be interesting. And, and, and. Could be slow. And, uh, and Redondo potentially looks good, but they have a lot of transfers that we have to wait and see um, how they pan out. That being said, PV is not exactly down this year. They have uh, most of their returner, or starters back from last year. Um, this actually could be one of their better teams in, in recent years as well. So, um, Make a pick, Dave. To, if you want me to, if you <laughs> want to pin me down. Oh, I do. <laughs> five straight Bay League titles, 27. Bay League wins in a row. I'm sticking with PV. I am too. It's hard, and it's tough for me as a mighty Mustang to, because this could be the year. You're like, you know, you went over the laundry list of, you know, talent they have on that team, but it's just hard to pick against the Bill Belichick of the South Bay and Guy Gardner. Um, it, it just seems like every year, it doesn't matter who they lose, they lose quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, they always find a way. So I'm sticking with PV. They got one for the thumb last year. They're switching hands this year. <laughs> <laughs> really? So. E- even without um, defensive coordinator David Young, you're sticking with PV? Yeah, you know, I kind of think of, you know, as the Bill Belichick of the area, you know, he's lost plenty of defensive, you know, Charlie Weiss left, Romeo Cronell left, all these defensive coordinators and offensive, and I'm sure David Young is a great coach and he'll do fine. Well, let's not forget that uh, Guy Gardner often deflects um, attention from himself and points to his coaches and says, you know, these guys are, are, are the real deal. They're why, why we are here. It's not me. He wasn't talking about David Young. He was talking about oh, a different oh. coach. <laughs> I think he, a couple times he actually said David Young. Um, that was a diff, the, different guy. The, it's a common name. Uh, common name. Okay, I got it, you. He wasn't that David Young. Right, right. Um, going over to the Pioneer League, Dave, let's 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 hear about this league. What are your thoughts on Losinger this year? Well, obviously Losinger, you know, they come in uh, fairly touted now yeah, for the first highly, time in a long touted. time. Um, well, not the first time in a long time. I've been touting them for... A couple years now, but <laughs> well, that doesn't really count. First time by everybody else, yeah, yeah. But when you tout them, that that means they're five and five. Now, That's true. Now that I've jumped on board and I'm touting, I'm not them, a fan this year. <laughs> I got, I gotta believe that uh, they're gonna make that jump. They're gonna crash the uh, the Torrance party and uh, come away with the league championship. But uh, I think it's gonna come down to Losinger, West Torrance, would be my prediction at this point. And that game's at Losinger, so uh, that'll mark your calendars for that one. Yeah, I've felt this coming for quite some time now, Dave, as you know. <laughs> yeah, as, as I keep hearing, yeah. I felt it deep in my core. Yeah. Um, all that they were miss- all they were missing last year was a quarterback, really. And they get Kamen Kirtan transferring in, and this guy's the real deal. They got talent everywhere. Um, I think the league is theirs, but... West High is going to be tough. They got a senior quarterback. Um, 
lots of talent in their own right. But if, if I have to pick one, you know, this is the year of the Olympians. They had a three-year plan. This is year three, and I think they're going to have a huge season. So I like the Olympians there. Um, yeah, and you can't count out um, the other teams in the league either because uh, uh, it's just a lot of unknowns, a lot of first-year starters on teams like uh, South Torrance and, and Torrance and North, so it's kind of a wait-and-see deal. But uh, they, they could all be pretty solid. Torrance is, you know, they, they, uh, they flirted with some spread offense last year. Uh, they're back to the, some uh, shotgun wing tee this year. They're going to go back to, to what's, uh, what's made Rock Hollis what he is today. A great wing tee coach. Indeed. They're, 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 <laughs> they're going to they're gonna run the rock. They're going to run the rock. I like it. Um, going to the Ocean League, some interesting stuff there last year. Losing, or, or excuse me, Lawndale um, comes out of nowhere, really, with new head coach Travis Clark. Uh, comes over from Santa Monica, staying in the league, and Lawndale was just a juggernaut last year. Ran through everybody. And then they lost everybody from last year's team, just about. They're all gone now. Um, lots of talent still in place. Are they going to win the Ocean League? Is it going to be El Segundo? What are your thoughts on that? I have to lean towards El Segundo. Uh, they have more returning. Um, they're, they're always sol solid over there under Coach Shevlin. And there's more known uh, entities there. They have Taz back. So I like the Eagles. You know, I do too, and it's funny because in the print edition of our preview, we actually have Lawndale as the favorite in, in our top 10 countdown, that they were number 10. El Segundo was not in the top 10. But the more I've thought about it, I you know, I think it is going to be El Segundo. They have a lot of experience back. Um, quarterback is really the only question mark. Um, but Taz is back. They have a receiver. Hamid Brooks, who they think is going to have a huge season. Defense, just about everyone's back. Um, and so they look really stacked this this uh, season. And conversely, Lawndale has, is replacing everybody. New quarterback, new running back, new receivers. Um, they've got a lot of talent, but it may not come together quite soon enough for them. Culver City is really strong, too. They have a really good team this year. Yeah, they'll be a factor. Can Hawthorne be a factor? I, I I think they're going to finish in the top four of the league. Out of five teams? Out of six teams. <laughs> They'll be a top four team, but I, I don't see... Maybe they also come to last year, so they're not a total slouch, but uh, they lost a few key guys. Um, their quarterback is back, but uh, they're not going to contend for the hardware. But, but watch out for Culver City. They've got a lot of talent. They have one of the best uh, defensive backs in Southern California, uh, Makai Ware, so... But that'll be a tough team. But I'm I'm going with the Eagles. I think this is also going to be a year to get back on track. Sounds good. So that's it for uh, well, no South Catholic League. Let's go there. Oh yeah, well, um, our two local teams in that league, Bishop Montgomery and Saint Bernard. Um, Saint Bernard. Uh, after year. after reading your previews, sounds like they're going to struggle to make it through the year. Yeah, they have some talent, but numbers are really low there. Well, it's funny because working on the previews with some of the eight-man football teams, I mean, St. Bernard has less players in their program than the eight-man teams do. So, wow. you know, Chadwick's got 29 guys this year. I think Wolnos Prep has about 27 or 28. So, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting year for St. Bernard. Yeah, they continue to struggle with numbers. wonder if eight-man's in their future. 
Uh, it might be. Uh, so you so you're, so you're not picking them to win the league. Not gonna That's pick what it them. Sounds like I don't want to put words. <clears throat> I think it's gonna come down to Verbin Day <clears throat> or Bishop Montgomery. And um, like I said before, I like I like Bishop this year. Um, I think they're gonna take the title outright for the second year in a row. I like Bishop Montgomery too. That's where I'll go. And I think that'll do it for our preseason predictions and prognosticating. Uh, we will come to you. Uh, later on this week with a second podcast previewing Friday's Week Zero games, so be, be tuned in for that. Uh, we're at Breeze Preps on Twitter, and uh, this, po- this podcast should be up in the iTunes store in, within the next week or so, so we will update you all on that on Twitter and link you up with how you can get this on your, your iPhones. So that'll do it for now, Dave. All we'll right, see everyone good. on the next episode.